0: It's January third, twenty twenty two. Happy New Year! And this is Markets Daily from CoinDesk. I'm Adam B. Levine here again with Adrian Blus for your daily news roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, five themes for twenty twenty two, the latest headlines, and more. And just a reminder that CoinDesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Crypto markets were mixed early on Monday with Bitcoin and Ether hovering in the same range that they saw through most of December. For Bitcoin, that range was between 46 dollars and $50,000, while the number two cryptocurrency Ether spent the last half of December between 37 dollars and $4,100 per ETH. Other Layer 1 coins saw mixed results, with Luna nearly doubling over the month of December, while DOT traded mostly flat. DeFi names like Uniswap and Aave traded sideways for most of the month, while Yearn Finance token ended the year on a strong note. Taking a closer look at Bitcoin, a blockchain indicator tracking the flow of coins in and out of centralized exchanges is signaling a bearish shift in investor sentiment similar to the one seen before the May 2021 crash. Glassnode data shows the 90-day moving average of net exchange flows has turned positive, meaning more coins are entering exchanges than are leaving. If the trend continues to strengthen, that could be cause for concern for bullish investors. More Bitcoin moving into exchanges than leaving implies investors intend to sell on balance, while more frequent withdrawals would represent strong holding sentiment and take out circulating supply from the market, paving the way for a price rally. The 90-day average of net flows turned positive on May 13, 2021, following which Bitcoin crashed down from $50,000 to $30,000, extending the pullback from the then-record highs above $64K. The metric consistently signaled outflows with a negative print through Bitcoin's 10-fold rally to over $60,000 that we saw in the 11 months leading up to April 2021. On the positive side, we did see a similar pattern back in October of last year, 2021, when Bitcoin rallied 40% to new record highs above $65,000. Today's crypto coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk's market analyst, Omkar Godbole. Bitcoin is currently trading at $46,909. That's down about half a percentage point over the last 24 hours while Ether is trading at $3,807 per token. That's up 1.42% in the same time period, according to the Coindesk Price Index. In traditional markets, U.S. stock futures rose to start 2022. Futures for the S&P 500 gained just over half a percent on Monday. The index ended the year up 27%, notching 70 record highs along the way. Put another way, that means that the benchmark index hit a new record high on one out of every four trading days last year. Meanwhile, contracts for the tech-focused NASDAQ 100 added 7 tenths of a point on Monday, and futures for the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose by half a percent Meanwhile, European stock markets climbed to an all-time high in the first trading session of 2022, with oil prices and U.S. stock futures also advancing after last year's strong rally. The region-wide stock 600 Index gained 7 tenths of a percent in afternoon dealing, while in Germany, the DAX was up just under 1 percentage point. In Paris, the CAC40 Index rose 1.2%. Continuing to the east, South Korea's Kospi climbed just under half a point, while in London, Japan, and mainland China, exchanges were closed for holidays. Today's regional markets coverage draws from the Wall Street Journal and the FT. Stay tuned, and after the break, we'll be back with a few quick headlines we're tracking today, with links to the full articles in the show notes for this episode as always. Then after the headlines, we'll dig into a few money themes to watch as we start this new year. We'll be right back. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. Turning to the headlines and take a look at big picture news. An investment rush into logistics technology is creating a herd of unicorn companies in the race to digitize operations at the center of the world's supply chain gridlock. Uh, Unicorn is a company that's valued at over $1 billion and there are several new names that achieved that status in the sector in 2021. The influx of cash is giving startups in a once overlooked sector expanded access to capital to build out their businesses, particularly for the top companies that have already developed their core products according to venture capital executives who focus on logistics and supply chains, the Wall Street Journal reports. And sticking with supply chains for a minute, December auto sales dropped 23% from one year earlier, and the industry had its worst second half since the Great Recession. On the bright side, since most dealerships have almost no inventory, sales staff are selling cars and trucks by showing customers a computer screen of what cars will look like and placing orders. Then they wait. In the current environment, it's working well enough that some think they won't have to carry a huge lot of cars when, hopefully, the semiconductor shortage ends one day. The Wall Street Journal has that one as well. In labor news, Reuters reports that new claims for U.S. unemployment's benefit fell in the weeks leading up to Christmas, and benefits rolls slid to their lowest level of the coronavirus pandemic era the week earlier, the Labor Department said on Thursday, noting that data showed no impact on employment from the Omicron variant. Turning to international news and an in a related story, Asian and European factory activity continued its expansion in December, lifted by resilient demand and easing supply chain bottlenecks. North Asia's export hubs led the recovery as they enjoyed better than expected industrial production and robust demand for their tech products. The IHS Market Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index for Taiwan, Malaysia, and the Philippines improved, with South Korea seeing the biggest jump. Bloomberg has the details on that one. And jetting over to South America, El Salvador adopted Bitcoin as an official currency last year. President Nayib Bukele stated in a recent tweet that he believes Bitcoin will reach $100,000 this year, and two more countries will adopt the digital asset as legal tender, adding that the cryptocurrency will also become a major issue in the U.S. midterm elections to be held on November 8, 2022. Coindist Samkar Godbole reports on that one. And sticking with El Salvador for a moment, in unfortunate news, dozens of Salvadorans say that Bitcoin has vanished from their Chivo wallets, and some report being approached by scammers when they tried to get help. Coindesk's Andreas Angler has that one. Taking a look at industry news, SEC Chairman Gary Gensler has hired a Senate banking aide to advise him on crypto policy. Corey Freyer, who spent a decade working as a senior advisor to members in Congress before becoming a senior staffer on the U.S. Senate Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs, Under Committee Chairman Senator Sherrod Brown, a Democrat from Ohio, has been tapped for the role. Gensler's appointment of a crypto-focused senior advisor is in line with his stated intent to establish a regulatory framework for crypto, as well as sending a signal that the SEC could step up its efforts to regulate the industry in 2022. According to a source familiar with the Senate Banking Committee, the tap aide spearheaded crypto policy for Brown, who has been outspoken about his concerns about the risks cryptocurrencies could pose to investors, calling blockchain a quote shady, diffuse network of online funny money, end quote, at a hearing in July. Quinnish Cheyenne Ligon has that one. And finally, MicroStrategy, the business intelligence software company that's taken to accumulating Bitcoin, said that it bought 1,914 BTC between December 9th and December 29th of last month for about $94.2 million in cash. As of December 29th, MicroStrategy held about 124,391 BTC, purchased at an average price around $30,000. Bitcoin is currently trading at about $47,500, which values the trove at $5.9 billion. The company has a market cap of $6.1 billion in total, according to Bloomberg data.
1: And in lighter news, here's our associate producer, Adrian Blust. Samsung announces three TVs for 2022 with NFT or non fungible token trading capability. The application features, quote, an intuitive, integrated platform for discovering, purchasing, and trading digital art through the micro LED, Neo QLED, and the frame, end quote. there are three new TV models. So imagine a Roku TV where you can select the purchase of NFTs along with what movie you're going to watch. Coindesk's Greg Alstrand reports. And sticking with NFTs, Eminem purchases Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT for $462,000. The celebrated entertainer updated his Twitter profile picture with the dazed-looking ape, who is outfitted in military-style cap and hip-hop clothing. And along with his new Twitter profile, the Detroit native has acquired about 20 NFTs on OpenSea under the name Shady Holdings. Eminem, whom Rolling Stone magazine named one of the 100 greatest artists of all time, won the 2002 Oscar for the Best Original Song and has garnered about 15 Grammy music awards in his career dating back to the 1980s. In a tweet, Board Ape Yacht Club member G. Gaza, who sold the ape, thanked the entertainer for purchasing the NFT. Quote, I'm living in a simulation, he wrote, adding, Madness, let me write a lyric in your next single, end quote. Coindesk's James Rubin reports. Today's featured
0: story is an opinion piece from Michael J. Casey, Coindesk's chief content officer. Today's feature is entitled, Five Money Themes to Watch in 2022. Happy New Year! This week, we look at the year ahead and consider ways in which money could potentially be further reimagined in 2022. Here's a quick look at five themes we'll be tracking this year. First, who will issue our money in the digital future? Will governments, armed with central bank digital currencies, continue to monopolize monetary systems? Will private company currencies rule, either with stablecoins that track the value of pre-existing government units like Tether, or with their own free-floating tokens or will decentralized currencies such as bitcoin end up as dominant or will they all compete against each other in a multi-currency future of course these questions will not be anywhere near resolved this year but the debate is likely to intensify driven by various factors china is rolling out its digital currency electronic payments or DCEP project during the winter olympics in february the u.s is developing regulations which we'll talk about in the next theme targeted at private issuers of stablecoins The adoption of decentralized cryptocurrencies for payments continues to grow around the world, helped by the advance of scaling systems such as Bitcoin's Lightning Network. Theme to watch too. The policy discussion will intensify. As we've been mentioning, 2021 was a big year for crypto regulatory developments. Highlights included the U.S. Senate debate over crypto tax provisions in the infrastructure bill and the approval of a futures-based Bitcoin exchange-traded fund. It seems like the regulatory push will get even more intense this year. So what's up for grabs? Well, there's a decent chance that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission will find ways to clarify its position on whether tokens are unregistered securities, with developers of tokens for decentralized finance, better known as DeFi, possibly finding themselves in the crosshairs. There will likely be an intensified push from newly emboldened crypto supporters in Congress for a more comprehensive overhaul of securities and other legislation pertaining to crypto. Though we're unlikely to see anything as sweeping as the landmark 1996 Telecommunications Act, which some cite as a model for a clarity-setting legislative initiative around a new transformative technology. Meanwhile, the SEC will be under pressure to improve a Bitcoin ETF that's based on spot prices, the next logical step after 2021's approval of a highly limited futures-based model. We may also get some clarity on how closely stablecoin issuers are to be bound by US banking laws, and there will be further consolidation of international rules around anti-money laundering by bodies such as the Financial Action Task Force. Let's hope the powers that be can open their minds to the constraints their draconian solutions impose on innovation that could boost financial inclusion. Our next theme is Ethereum 2.0. Will Ethereum successfully transition to 2.0? With gas fees for non-fungible token or NFT transfers and other transactions making the Ethereum ecosystem prohibitively expensive for most, pressure to complete the much-awaited Ethereum 2.0 project will continue to grow. Already, a parallel proof-of-stake blockchain known as Beacon is functioning, but there are many big moves to be made before the full 2.0 project can be deemed a success. For one, merging the Beacon chain with the mainnet is going to entail a disruptive shift in token economics for miners and validators. And there are separate, similarly challenging upgrades within ETH 2.0 still to come, including sharding, a much-discussed means of reducing the amount of data that Ethereum nodes need to process to maintain the blockchain. These are major undertakings, and the future of the dominant smart contracts platform depends on them. Our fourth theme to watch for 2022 is crypto's environmental challenges and opportunities. Two things seem certain. Whether people like it or not, climate change is only going to get worse, and the crypto ecosystem is going to continue to grow. So we need to end the current state of affairs in which crypto critics make ill-conceived calls for it to be banned and equally naive crypto supporters ignore the massive problem of fossil fuel based mining. The conversation needs to shift towards mining integrated energy systems that create incentives not only for miners to use renewable energy, but for the sector to essentially finance the development of a more effective, smoothly managed green electricity grid. I'm hopeful that 2022 will see that kind of more sophisticated discussion emerge as local managers of energy solutions join forces with innovators in the mining space. And finally, web 3 The year ended with a furious argument between Bitcoin maximalists led by Square CEO and former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and Web3 enthusiasts seeking to give people greater control over their data and content than we've seen during the two-decade-old Web2 period. I, for one, think Web 3.0 is a real thing, and that those working on it deserve the chance to build and test out their products, even if the entire concept is unavoidably ill-defined. That's because Web 2.0 is such a mess. Humanity needs a way out. The internet, as laid out in a compelling recent piece for Foreign Policy, which we'll link in the show notes, is already disrupting and decentralizing power structures in the 21st century. We need to adjust our systems for managing digital property and for establishing users' rights in this new era. That discussion will inevitably intensify in 2022 and will inevitably bring the many disparate and competing ideas around Web3 into sharper focus. And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. This episode is edited by Adrian Blust, and you can send us an email at podcast at coindesk.com. We'll be back tomorrow with another news roundup. And just a reminder that
1: Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice.